Imagine living your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast, Women in the Middle. I'm your host, Susie Rosenstein, your master certified coach and midlife mentor. And I'm so glad to be here with you again for this week's episode, which is all about exploring 10 super insightful questions to help you reimagine your life. Now, questions are a beautiful thing at this time in your life. And these questions, I like to think of them as next level questions for your next chapter. Thinking about turning 50 and what your life will be like after 50 can totally throw you for a loop. Even though you've had decades to prepare for it, it can seem like a surprise. Kind of like the night before my first kid went to university. It's like, where did the time go (laughs) at 18 years? Now, it can also feel overwhelming and negative and scary. And it may be the first time in years that you haven't had a clear and exciting plan, right? Even though on paper, it's like, yeah, I should totally have a clear and exciting plan, (laughs) but you don't. So ask yourself this, what if being stuck wasn't the end of the world? Instead, you could decide to believe that not having a plan is an opportunity at the perfect time in your life. Really, because questions are the way forward. And I just love questions. In fact, asking questions has defined a a majority of my life. How about you? Do you ask a lot of questions privately and quietly to yourself or of other people, places and things? Questions really get at being curious when you think about it. And more curiosity in your life is a really good thing. It's actually much of the foundation of coaching. And in midlife, there's lots to be curious about. So you've been doing the things, making the progress, checking off the boxes for so long now. It is a great time of your life to create more pauses filled with questions. And that's why it comes up so often in my work with Women in the Middle. And I'm sure that you've also heard this theme here on the podcast as well. It is so important. So as I mentioned, I've been asking questions a ton, my whole life. It's really been a part of who I am and it's been going on for ages. I even kind of became known for it in high school marching band. (laughs) Back in the day, I went to an amazing high school in Lansdale, Pennsylvania called North Penn and I played saxophone since I was 10 in fourth grade. And being in the band was a big deal. The band was called the North Penn Marching Knights. That experience did so much for me in so many ways. I was a decent player and became section leader of the alto saxes as a senior. The band was super competitive and won lots of titles. And my year, we were even in a movie with John Travolta called Blowout. (laughs) One of the main reasons that experience, though, was so phenomenal, the band experience, not the movie, although the movie was fun, but it was because of the leadership from one of the amazing mentors in my life, Stephen Frederick, who went by the nickname Fred. 
Anyway, I had lots of questions when we were learning a new show, and I'll never forget the look he would give me because he knew I was going to ask him, but then he would happily answer them because they were good questions and they helped everyone understand what was needed to understand, like clarifications, either about marching or about music. Those were the good old days, I have to say. But asking questions didn't end there. That was only the beginning. I gravitated towards psychology in undergrad and grad school, specializing in qualitative methodology in applied social psychology. I was in asking questions heaven at that point, (laughs) asking great questions to understand life from the perspective of people I was studying, being careful not to offer bias or lead in any way, rather than go in with a preconceived notion from me, right? You can't go into it that way. You have to be really curious. And this is such a great skill for the task at hand too, because you're also being judgment-free. You just ask. Now, in my case, way back then, I was studying the relationship between children and their pet dogs. Such a great topic. Anyway, more questions. And then in my 27 years of working in health promotion and health education, I was often called on to run focus groups and discussion groups because I had some experience which I love doing, and I was really good at. Eventually, in 2014, I discovered coaching, and let me just say, more questioning heaven. (laughs) Really think about it. My favorite three-letter word is why. Why do you think that? Why? (laughs) Why is such a great question? And that brings me to today's topic, how to dig into your beautiful mind, how to figure out what you want, how to help you connect with your passion how to focus on being more intentional with your next chapter, and how to stop the big autopilot blur and think carefully about what you think, about your life, about your future. I can't think of anything more important than that, actually. (laughs) So without further ado, I present to you what I think are the top 10 insightful questions to reimagine your life after 50. Let's get you going by getting you started with some simple but insightful questions that will help you shine a big giant flashlight on your brain. Now to get the most out of this little exercise, here are a few tips. First, you have to give yourself time to think, and this means blocking out some dedicated time to work on these questions without distraction and, my friend, without multitasking. You heard me. (laughs) Second, Actually write out or type your answers, like write them out. I've prepared a free download for you too, so you can just listen now and then get the free guide to actually write the stuff out. So just go to www.susierosenstein.com forward slash 10 questions. That's the number one zero questions, and you can grab your copy there. Now, it makes a huge difference to write your answers out. It really, really does. Then you can look at them and you can reflect and, you know, they kind of stay with you better. And third, set a goal to really learn something from your answers. And this means just start writing and don't edit your first thoughts. The ideas will start to flow more when you just write what pops into your head first. Look for patterns in your answers. What can you learn that will help you break through and move forward? Set time to work on this stuff. But for now, just be curious and allow yourself to think without being critical or without poo-pooing your first thoughts away. (laughs) They count too. They're really important, actually. 
Okay, so let's get going. Question number one. What would it be like if you believed it was a privilege to age every year? Now, really think about this. I have a sneaky suspicion that you do not think this way now. Most of us don't. But seriously, what would it be like if you really believed it? A privilege is a special right, advantage. It's just available to you, a particular person or a group. It's special. So if that was you, you earned it or you won the privilege to age every year, how would that affect you? Question two, what will you be able to do better as a result of finally nurturing your soul? Again, your first thought or glimpse of an image counts. What just popped into your brain? What would you be able to do better as a result of finally nurturing your soul? Question three, what is the one thing that has consistently brought you joy throughout your life and how could you bring it more into your life again now? Now, I love this question. Don't be afraid to look for clues from childhood or other areas of your life that might not stand out as notable. We're talking about joy here, and I believe that if something has brought you joy in the past, it's highly likely to bring you joy again. You can learn from this too. Just be curious about what makes up the thing that you identified. Really think about the experience from different angles. Question four, what might you regret if you don't become more intentional with your relationships? Now, there's an assumption here that you may not be as intentional as you could be about your relationships. <laughs> and I know that, and that's okay. I'm talking about your close family ties as well as your friendships, all kinds of relationships. I hear this all the time from my clients. But think hard. What might you regret if you're not showing up in a more intentional way going forward? Question five. Are there experiences you always imagined you would have with your family or friends that you haven't had yet? And if so, what's your plan to have them? Now, in midlife, you tend to get more focused on time, not having enough time, running out of time, and of course, the biggie, dying too soon. And, of course, you had ideas, assumptions, and expectations of things that would have happened by now. So let's go there. Are there experiences that you always imagined you would have with your family and friends that you haven't had yet? And then, if so, what's your plan to have them? Question six, what kind of professional contribution is important to you and why? So, all right, there it is, your career, your job, your work, or what I like to call your professional contribution, because sometimes it's about volunteering too. So reflect on this, jobs you've had, the career you have now, and what it comes right down to is, what has been fulfilling? Have you been contributing in the way that's important to you? And why is it important to you? And what can you learn from this? Question seven, who do you want to be now that you have more time to yourself? And why? So now that you're a little older, again, I'm making an assumption that you have a little bit more time to yourself these days. Who do you want to be now that this is your reality? It's not like it was with young kids or as a young professional. You've worked hard and likely have a bit more wiggle room now at this age and stage. So who do you want to be now on purpose and why? Question eight, what are the top three things that you want to do most 
in this chapter of your life. So let's hear it. What are those top three things that you really want to do in this chapter? Is it an accomplishment, a new job, travel to a specific place, a conversation, a passion project? These would be three things that you would regret not prioritizing. So write them down and give them voice. Question nine, what would your future self 10 years from now advise you about the way you're living day to day and how it's affecting your ability to create the life that you truly desire? Again, make sure to notice your first thought, the one that popped in, even though you may have wanted to squish it down. Imagine yourself 10 years from now. Your future self knows you better than anyone else and more than you likely know yourself. How would she guide you? What can you learn from her? She loves you to the moon and back. What would she tell you about the way you're living day to day and how it's affecting your ability to create the life you really want? And finally, question 10, how can you create more happiness in your life? Boom! What's your answer? Notice the significant parts to this seemingly simple question. The onus is on you to create, and we're talking about you creating more happiness. Not waiting, but creating. It's your life. How are you going to create more happiness for yourself? There you have it, my friends, some solid and insightful questions to help you dig deep and get some pretty big clues to what you want in your life on purpose. So if you're stuck, this is a great place to start. It's so easy to just feel like you don't know what you want and you don't know how to figure it out. And then to add more stress, you probably believe you're running out of time to boot. (laughs) So just slow down, take a breath, and download this free guide. One thought and one question at a time. These 10 questions will help you. You have to give yourself more credit. You have lots of answers just waiting for you to find them. You got to trust yourself, but you have to prioritize the time to do the thinking. It's a beautiful gift that you can give yourself right now. It really is. So head over to www.susierosenstein.com forward slash 10 questions and download your free copy today. Okay, that is it for this episode. As you know, my focus as a midlife coach is to help you waste less time spinning and feeling stuck. This is what regret-proofing your life is all about. Remember, being the queen of your brain domain is the best way to be, and I am here to help. This is what you'll learn when you hire me as your coach. Learning the mindfulness concepts are one thing, but when it comes to applying those concepts, that's when you really benefit from coaching. So head over to www.talktosuzy.com and book a free call to see what program's a good fit for you and apply to work together. It's really time to get unstuck and get clear and get excited about your life again. For show notes and links, head over to www.coachwithsusie.com and click on the podcast tab for the notes to this episode. And if you're feeling stuck, make sure to grab your free guide, Top 10 Questions to Reimagine Your Life After 50 at www.susierosenstein.com forward slash 10 questions. Let's do this, ladies. It's time for you to put yourself first, one thought at a time. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you next week.